Hi, this is Bernard Zimmermann. And Philip Wurta. Welcome to our podcast series, Virtual Leadership Development, How to Master the New Normal. And a warm welcome from my side as well. In this series, we cover a range of topics that all have an influence or impact on leadership development and all its applications in a virtual context. In our 15th episode, we want to talk about how to manage yourself and develop yourself in the process of leadership development in a virtual context. And in this session specifically, we want to focus on ownership when managing yourself and cover the following elements. Firstly, owning your own attitude, then owning the issues, and finally, owning your own emotions. So Bernard, let's kick off. Thank you, Philip. Yes, before we dive into the three points you just mentioned, I just want to connect back to what we spoke about in the previous two episodes, rules of engagement. We talked there that we create the space through the ROE, and it's important that we have in the back of our mind that we've created this space for things to happen. For me, it's totally independent whether in what role you are, whether you're a participant or whether they're leading the conversation or the workshop, that you have the awareness that the space is there for you to act in, to operate in. So Bernard, what I hear you saying is that we create a space and that now we're starting to focus on how I show up within that space. Yes, and that's what we said with how to manage yourself is, and the three points are the essential elements here. Let me start with the first one, owning your attitude. What I mean with that is you take full responsibility whatever happens. In the way we speak about it, you and I, we always say, don't be a victim, but be a player in your attitude. Obviously, we know what that means, but I think we need to explain a little bit more what that means for the people who are listening to the podcast. Yes, I always jump on because we're talking so many times about it. The victim, I don't mean a physical victim that you're involved in a car crash, of course. It's the attitude. How do you show up in that way when you're in a virtual interaction? Are you going to blame a participant or the technology when things go wrong, when you're distracted? Where do you focus? Is it on the external influence or do you actually focus on the area you can act in? What I hear you say, it's not about what happens, but what I do and the responsibility I take for how to deal with whatever happens. Absolutely. And that's the player attitude. You focus on what you can do, how you can deal with the situation. That gives you the opportunity to act rather than being caught up in external forces or in a destruction. And that actually points back to the question that we asked at the end of our previous episode. If you're frustrated in a workshop or in an online meeting, how are you showing up? Are you showing up as a victim or are you showing up as a player? Because the player will start showing up and doing something about that, whereas the victim will just sit back and start separating from the rest of the group. Yes. And especially when you're in the driver's seat, if you kind of stepping back, you lose the connection. You lose the connection with the other participants. Absolutely. Yeah. The other part is also the attitude, I don't want to forget about that, is being a learner and not a knower in your attitude. Being a learner means that you are curious about what's going on, what's being said, 
that means you have a great focus on listening. In a future episode, we will talk about conscious listening. Let me jump in here, Bernard. You talked about the learner, but what is a knower? The thing about a knower, and we all show up like that, is mm. I know everything and I'm right with everything that I know. So if I show up with this attitude in a workshop or in an online meeting, my focus is on what I think, what I can say, what I can contribute. I'm not being curious about what's the input from others. What are other people thinking? How are they approaching this? And if I can really be a learner in this instance, I can take in the perspective of other people and be able to improve or shift what I think and what I can contribute. Great. The additional element I want to bring in when you're in a knower attitude, that you become judgmental. You see a certain reaction and you think you know what they're thinking. So when things happen, and especially also the knower attitude in combination with the victim attitude has a devastating effect when you have to deal with issues. So let's talk a bit about owning the issues. And with issues, I mean, when you have a participant dropping out or struggling to come into the connection or the technologies playing up, that kind of issues is one part I want to cover. Bernard, all the examples that you mentioned were on the IT level. Does that mean you only have to worry about IT level issues? No, of course not. Thanks for bringing that up, Philip. The IT level issues are the most obvious ones. The IT level issues are those who everybody recognizes or sees because they happen in front of everybody. But it's also about the I level and the we level issues. So on the I level, when things happen, the important element is how do you deal with things happening in the moment? That means what capacity do you have when the issues show up, do you have enough curiosity to explore how to make things work again? Bernard, that's absolutely true. This is the important thing that we need to realize is that when something happens, we focus so much on what is happening that we are not focusing on what the impact is that it has on me. And if I can't deal with what's happening in the moment within me, mm that's when I start losing the impact that I have on others and losing connection. Yes. And in some cases, it is important for us when we're in a leader role or facilitator role, that if there's a strong issue we feel inside us, I think we need to cover it. We need to mm -hmm. create the space for it so people realize that I'm a human as well. I have my reactions as well, and they need to have some space not elaborate greatly, but at least I think in order to deal with it when it's overpowering and to deal with it in the moment, we need to give it the space as well. Okay. So what's on the we level then? Now on the we level is issues when you have people interrupting each other's participants in talking into each other. That may be a technology issue. It may be an attitude issue of participants who want to dominate when they in the conversation, or they simply are oppositional to what's going on for whatever reason. You need to be able to deal with that behavior. Again, just to explore, what do you mean with oppositional? So for example, that you present a particular 
model you want to bring in in the leadership program and people make a comment said that's an old model because it stems from 1950 let's say even so it's still absolutely true but it's so old it's from the last century why do you bring this up why don't you have a new stuff so if i look at the example you give is the person steps up as a knower I know better and what I know is more important than what you actually are trying to explain and discuss in this situation. Yes, absolutely. Sometimes it's quite interesting how the other participants react when you have somebody being oppositional and that's an art, especially in the online meetings. We all know how to deal with that in the room. The online meetings kind of ratchet up the challenge we mentioned before. Mm -hmm. And there you need to be very sensitive to that and be able to deal with these people in the moment. Okay. And of course, when we have issues, whether it's the technology, whether it's what I just talked about and the oppositional participant, we're humans, it will trigger emotions. It will show up as a frustration. It may show up as anger or whatever. We need to deal with these emotions and we need to keep calm when we are in the interaction in an online meeting. Absolutely. You know, and I want to bring that back into how to manage yourself, because if you are leading a meeting and somebody is being oppositional, the natural reaction that you will have is to protect yourself and to defend yourself and your topic, because that's the natural reaction. Mm. And this is really where you need to breathe very, very deeply and become curious and to lead the impact of this interaction in a different way. Yes, especially when you deal with your emotions that boiling up in yourself. I think one key element is as well that helps me all the time is when I feel there's frustration. I know there is frustration, but I'm not frustrated. Not the whole mental capacity is frustrated. There is frustration. We call that disidentification, which creates space for us to use for the interaction. That is so true. The thing that surprises me is that we are always taught not to be emotional. But actually, if we look at emotions, they're nothing but KPIs. Mm. And as you just said, if you feel a sense of frustration, this is something that you need to be proactive about, be a player about, and to start looking, how can I shift things? How can I do this differently? Because if you don't, you will naturally react and start defending yourself. Yes. And that's the first step to break the connection again. We always come back to how important the connection is in virtual interaction. Now, one of the key things is the effect when you're able to keep calm in whatever hits you, whatever hits the workshop. You know? And participants are not in the first step. You know, They get agitated about things not working out. They may soon realize that you staying calm as the expert shows that they overreacting to the issues and it may help that they actually come back to a normal reaction. You're there to role model. Absolutely. You know, and one thing that I want to give back to you, because this is what I've observed being in a workshop with you is that if something happens and you can sort of feel sense, here is something happening in the room. What I've seen you do is you talk it through you verbalize what you are thinking. This connection seems to be faulty. So let's stop here for a moment and sort that out so that we can continue. 
And that sort of brings everybody calming down. We need to deal with this together. That's what I've seen you do. Exactly. And that's the way for me. No, issues are normal. They're not something that drops out of the sky. You need to be prepared for any issue to show up. I really want to make sure that people understand that because when we are under stress, instinct-wise, this is in our DNA. If something happens, we will either fight, become aggressive, or flight, which means we start becoming passive and ignore things. That's normal. That's mm. instinct. And if I'm able to calm things down, slow down the process, talk it through, I'm able to start choosing a third way and be constructive. And that has an impact on everyone else as well. Yes. I remember talking with colleagues and with other people who do online facilitation that say, but if I talk about that, I lose time. Actually, I think you gain time because you make it open, you make it transparent, you close it, and you bring the energy and the focus back into the interaction. You're very right, Bernard, because the thing about this is it's about connection. It's not about technology. It's not about the it level. And if we feel pressured to perform, the real performance comes from the level and the quality of the connection. Yes. The normality is my hook in the interaction with any issues. And of course, talking through it is one element, but also talking through it with humor, make it lighthearted, not a serious issue is, is an element that everybody calms down and says, okay, this must be normal. He's the expert. He knows how to deal with that. Bernard, that really is true because you know, those oh shit moments where we think, oh, I messed up. This is a disaster. That's just a reaction. It happens often. So deal with it, own it and move on. Yes. Now, moving on is the element when you have, so we said on the V level, the issues take the oppositional behavior somebody has. Uh, you shouldn't forget that it's not a one-on-one -on -one interaction all of a sudden, uh, but you should also take care of the rest of participants. Mm -hmm. They can also be there, not just for you as a discussion partner, but you know, put a relativity onto the interaction and on the one view that's being aired. And the one thing you should not do in this behavior patterns we can often observe when people get oppositional, don't let yourself be drawn into that one discussion with the one participant. Take care of the group. Keep the connection. That is so true. You know, how often do we only interact with the people where there is a natural interaction? you can almost see everybody peel off. And finally, instead of 12 people being in the conversation, there are two, three people having a great conversation, but that is of no meaning to anyone else. You're absolutely right. Let's bring that together in one expression. The key headline is be proactive and not reactive. And with the attitude of a player, you always try something new. You own the issues and you go on and you see what works. Be transparent what you try and take the participants with you so it's a shared experience. That's for me the key element for the way you manage yourself. In our next two episodes, 
we're going to talk in depth about how to really listen. And we've talked about listening today a couple of times. But to help you reflect for this session, we suggest the following question. What's the impact on you when you don't feel listened to in an online conversation? Or when what you have said is dismissed outright by somebody else without any reason? Reflect on that. That's it from me. Thank you, everyone. And a big thank you from me as well. But finally, before we go, if you would like to connect with us or share your insights and feedback, please feel free to do so either on linkedin.com, Bernard Zimmerman at contact, that is C-O-N hyphen T-A-C-T, or Philipp Wota. We are both based in Germany. Or you connect with us via email at philip at bota.net or bernard.simmerman at contactinternational.com. That is con hyphen tact hyphen international.com. We look forward to connecting in our next episode. Thank you and goodbye.